the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's so quiet around the Faith Talk studios without Rick and Dan. Management decided to just let them stay at home. Here they are broadcasting live thanks to StreamYard on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey there, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. If you're watching YouTube Live or Facebook Live there on the screen is Wes Hampton. He is part of the Gaither Vocal Band. Been apart since what, 2005, Wes? Yeah, I can't believe it. It's been... Uh, I, I, I feel like a little kid when I say it this way, but it's been 16 and a half years. You know, I said, How wow. I'm 16.3. No, 16 <laughs> and a half years. So yeah, May of 2005 was when I was when I first auditioned for them. So, so you first started when you were like five years old. Is that right? Because uh, you uh, look really young yes. now. Uh, it, was, so. it was more around eight, but thank you. Eight. Okay. No. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually, I was still a kid. I was 20. I was 27. When, yeah. I, when I auditioned. So, wow. um, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the old guys in the group now. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Cause I was going to ask you when you auditioned, I'm assuming you auditioned, uh, for bill. And how was that? Were you nervous at all? Or were it's like, ah, I've got this. It's a piece of cake. Um, it was kind of somewhere in the middle. I was so, so thankful to have that opportunity. And it was also such a surreal moment for me thinking, okay, I'm singing in front of this legend, a living legend, an icon, mm. Bill Gaither. So I had met previously the week before with Guy Penrod at his house mm-hmm. and, you know, got to meet him and his 30 kids. It was great. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I kind of got the nerves settled after that initial meeting. Mm-hmm. So meeting Bill actually wasn't as big of a, a a nerve wracking thing as it would have been had I not met with guy before. So that spanned seven weeks of me auditioning. Wow. And uh, my final audition, get this, my final audition was last Graham crusade in New York city. That that was audition, final audition. So there was absolutely no pressure at all. Yeah. Yeah, really. (laughs) Now, now just last week, and we want to talk about the concert that's coming up Friday night at First Baptist Church Woodstock. It is Wes Hampton with uh, the Gaither Vocal Band. We had Mark Lowry on. Was it last week or the week before, Dan? Uh, The week before, yeah. Had you met Mark before? And how was that first initial, wow, that's Mark Lowry? (laughs) Yeah, well, I grew up a huge Gaither fan, huge vocal band fan. So I had met Mark numerous times just going to concerts as a fan. Mm-hmm. So when I officially met, I'm trying to remember when I officially met him as part of the group. I honestly cannot remember when that was, but it was such a comfortable thing. Yeah. If you if you ever met Mark, uh, you kind of feel like he knows you when he meets you. He just kind of makes you feel that way right. in the first right. place. So uh, he and I have had a great friendship through these years. I never thought that I would be friends with him because I grew up watching his comedy videos and yeah. I was honestly a really big fan of his singing voice. I thought he was always one of the most underrated singers in gospel music. I think he has an amazing voice. And I think that kind of gets over because of the comedy stuff. So to have the opportunity to sing with him for, I think I sang with Mark for uh, 
four years or so, five years in the vocal band before he left the second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he's, he's, he's just a very dear friend, very dear friend. So tell us uh, how how you got into music in the first place. Uh, I guess go back before your, your audition. How did you fall in love with Southern gospel music? Did you grow up singing? How did you get into it? I did not grow up singing. I grew up around music. I grew up with parents who had an appreciation for great music. So we listened to all types of music, just not gospel. We listened to, you know, Whitney Houston and Billy Joel and Elton John and America, just, just mm. great, great music. <laughs> and there was also a lot of gospel music in that as well. Tons of Steve Green, Larnell. And I really found myself gravitating towards Steve Green. Mm-hmm. I just, I loved his voice. I loved his songs. I loved his music. And my parents took me to a ton of Steve's concerts growing up. So I was really fascinated with him and again, loved his music, but never really considered singing. I went to, to school to be a doctor. So oh, wow. that, that shows you my plans. I didn't start singing until I was about 14, 15 with some encouragement from my parents. And then uh, I just started singing in this local gospel group of my friends, basically, who were kids singing. And we would go around and sing these churches in the Southeast. It was so fun. And then that really just grew into a love of it. But I thought, well, I will never be in the vocal band. I was a massive vocal band fan. <clears throat> but I never thought that I would ever sing with them. So that just wasn't even an option. So I thought, I'm going to go to school, be a doctor. That's what I want to do. And then my junior year of college, God totally redirected me. He he made me take a left where I was going to go right. Hmm. And I finished my degree in all things of in psychology and music, not wondering, you know, not uh, wondering what I was going to do, not knowing what I was going to do with my life. Yeah. And little did I know a few years later, that door would open to audition for the for the vocal band. So it really just people ask, how did you get started? How do I get started in gospel music? And I say, well, this is a pretty simplistic answer, but it was all God. Hmm. It just it literally fell out of the sky into my lap. And all I had to do was walk through the door. It wasn't something I was pursuing. It felt like it was almost pursuing me. So um, I, I feel so honored to, to get to do this. And I feel like that, that God has placed me in this position. So I take it very seriously. Um, you know, people, when I meet people there, this is sad to me, but when I, when I meet a lot of people, they're surprised that I'm just kind of a normal, nice guy. <laughs> and I think, well, why, why wouldn't I, why, why wouldn't I be nice? Yeah. You know? So I'm just, I'm just very, very grateful to get to do what I do, honestly. And it's just been amazing. This this ride I've had for over 16 years now. And I just got off the phone with Bill literally 20 minutes ago and he's excited about this weekend, 85 and still excited as a kid about what he gets to do. That's amazing. I heard an interview. Uh, it was about a month ago with Bill. I can't remember the show, but uh, yeah, he sounded he sounded like a kid. I mean, yeah. he's the Energizer Bunny. He just, oh, yeah. oh, he is. He he wears us out. West <laughs> <laughs> Hampton, part of the Gaither Vocal Band, they're going to be at the First Baptist Church uh, in Woodstock on Friday. Uh, this Friday, December the third at, at seven p.m. All right, if you'll check out Wes's website, it's westhampton.com. You'll see recipes because he likes to. I love that recipes. Get it? Get it? Yes, I get it. Yeah, yeah. We got it. All right. So I'm assuming, did you cook for Thanksgiving, and will you be cooking for Christmas, or how does that work in the Hampton household? 
I am the cook in our house. My wife does not object. We have four boys, so there's lots of food being consumed in our house <laughs> every single week, every single day. And we actually love to camp. So we don't camp in a tent. I grew up doing that, and I hated it. We we glamp. We go in a camper. Yeah, that's my camper. kind of camping right there. Yeah, yes, air conditioner, heater, full yeah. bathroom, kitchen, all that. It's fantastic. Yeah. So we went camping all Thanksgiving week, about an hour uh, north. Of, of Birmingham at this beautiful mm-hmm. state park. It was awesome. We just, we camped with some friends. They brought some food. We brought some food. We were very non-traditional. So I did not cook much at all for Thanksgiving, which is uh, not the norm for me, hmm. not the norm, but I plan on making up for it at Christmas for sure. So what's, what's the one thing at Christmas that your family's like, if you don't make this, it's just not going to be Christmas without. <laughs> I do these homemade cinnamon rolls that are just, that put Cinnabon to shame. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, ju- I'm just going to say it. Wow. Throwing down the gauntlet there. I like yeah, that. I know. And I, I stand behind that. All I right. stand behind that. Wow. <laughs> they, rolls. They, they really are good. They're just amazing. So that's, that's one thing I make every Christmas that people kind of expect. And if they yeah. don't, think, you know, I might as well just leave. So what time should Rick and I be there Christmas morning? Yeah, yeah, to, we're uh, there. We get here sometime around noon. You know, noon? I like okay. to you know, make sure all the presents are open and you know, cleaned up. Yeah, so gotcha. well, we're, in, we're in Atlanta and you're in Birmingham. That's just a stone's throw. So yeah. Yeah. oh, absolutely, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so Christmas uh, 2021. Are you are you going to be staying home? And what does uh, Hampton Christmas look like these days with four boys that go through a gallon of milk in what a day? About yeah, yeah. it's it, it's unreal. The this is funny you mentioned that because two days ago my wife and I were talking about this, and she mentioned traveling around Christmas, and I looked at her and I said, "Nope." <laughs> she she knows that I do not travel at Christmas. Yeah, I said, "Babe, I travel as you know a lot for my job, and the last thing I'm going to do at Christmas is be on the road. <laughs> so I refuse to leave my house <laughs> at Christmas or any time around it. I will be home." And that, that, that really is one of our traditions is we don't leave the house Christmas. We yeah. stay at home unless, you know, there's some desperate run for batteries at the store, which, yeah, you know, yeah. which always, yeah, you know, you never yeah. have enough batteries. <laughs> so basically everybody comes to our house and I just, I stay here and just like, Hey, I love you, but I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I would too. Yeah. Cause we did it one year. We got on the road, uh, the 26th of December. And I just thought I'm never, ever doing this again yeah Yeah. it was just hectic and stressful i thought this is not what the holidays need to be this needs to be a time of family and enjoying and relaxing so um, i kind of i kind of uh stood my ground good man (laughs) (laughs) good call we got to go to a break here in a second west but what do you got four boys i'm not sure the ages i have three myself dan has one what's on the top of the list for for gifts for boys this year oh man well our oldest is very tough he's almost 18 and he's not giving us anything so we're we're trying to figure out what we're doing for him but the big thing for our youngest two they both want an xbox mm. oh, yeah okay and, uh those are not cheap no, no. they're not. not so uh yeah so that that's that's the big wish, wish list for them and then our second oldest loves baseball so we just asked for tons of baseball stuff you know batting tees and gloves you know bat- that stuff's expensive yeah, yes, yeah. easy man 
I, I don't. I don't know what I was thinking having all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love them. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a GoFundMe for Wes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There. Hey, check out uh, the Gaither Vocal Band coming up this Friday at the First Baptist Church of uh, Woodstock, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Wes will be there, of course. Bill Mark Lowry will be there. Uh, the the entire crew there. And, yeah, amazing. Uh, Neelands. Yeah, Neelands. Everybody. Gaither. Dot com is the place to go to and go to Wes's and check out his stuff. Uh, his recipes and more Westhampton.com. Wes, what a pleasure. You're, you're a rock star. We'd love to talk to you again. Likewise, guys. Thank you so much. I very much enjoyed it. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Merry it. Christmas. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.